0: What's going on, Badger Nation? This is Mike from Ad Badger, and you're listening to the PPC Den podcast, the world's first Amazon PPC advertising podcast, and your source for all the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you need to get the most from your Amazon ads. You can find all of our episodes, show notes, and links at adbadger.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Today, I am joined by my co host, Brett. How are you
1: doing today? It is Saturday, I'm in Austin. What's up? Hey, everyone. Uh, I'm doing great. It's beautiful weather outside. Uh, Really excited to have you here for the weekend. Right on. Uh, So yes, I wanted to jump right into some news,
0: company updates, and then really get into the meat of this episode, because this is actually one of our most uh, popular topics that people are always asking us about. So let's get
1: started with some app updates. Uh, Brett, what do we have going on on the software side of things. So on the software side of things, uh, in the coming weeks, we are going to be adding the ability to add and edit campaigns right from within AdBadger. So that's going to save a lot of time uh, from having to, you know, we used to have to log into Seller Central and create campaigns and sync, but now uh, we can create and edit all the campaigns right from within AdBadger. Ah, damn, that sounds really good. Yes, sir. (laughs)
0: Right on. Uh, So, you know, Part of that is we have another developer starting next week at Badger. The Badger family is growing so' really excited for that, and we are actually hiring more PHP developers. So if you are out there and you are listening to this podcast uh, on Amazon
1: advertising and you have PHP development skills, we would love to talk to you um, what's the best way to reach you uh, if you're a, a talented upcoming PHP developer, you you want to join the Adbadger team and change the world? That's a really good where should question. they get a hold of you? It hit me up on LinkedIn, Michael Erickson Fishin. Give me a search. I think I'm
0: the only one. Uh, LinkedIn is my actually believe it or not, LinkedIn is my favorite social media. Literally, like I enjoy browsing it. I think there's interesting things on there that l- tangibly make my life a little bit better. Mostly it's just Gary Vaynerchuk videos. But
1: either way, it's still good. It's Those like are a, good. It's still good. Um, you were telling me to get on there. And I, uh, I updated my profile a bit. But I still haven't looked around. So. The, the people want to engage with you, Brett. They see you in
0: Ad Badger videos. They hear you on this podcast. And they're like, how do I talk to Brett? Uh, Anyway, jumping into some Amazon advertising news. Uh, Once a week on our blog, we actually post some Amazon advertising news. Um, Amazon advertising is changing so rapidly that it was worth it for us to start coming out, uh, you know, whether it be a new targeting type, a new ad type, a rebrand, or whatever Amazon does on their end, we try to consistently monitor those blogs. And I know that I just said it changes so often, but actually it was a slow news week for Amazon advertising. Um, the previous week we had a really big update. Uh, we had the update on product targeting inside Seller Central, mm-hmm. which was quite big. That was just, So this is less than a month old, and I think Amazon... Uh, in to avoid way overcomplicating
1: everything and just having another major update, I think they've actually slowed it down for the rest of December. And I think that's good of them, too, because there were a few bugs inside of the product targeting. Uh, for example, if you tried to enter a list of your converting ASINs. Uh, when going to create a new product targeting ad, you'd get this error pop up and you had to go and capitalize the ASIN or else it wouldn't work. Right. Like it, if you put it lowercase, it had no idea what it was. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, which is like a very funny like human mistake. We often think of like Amazon as this like machine, but there's like a human out there. So
1: They're just people too, man. That's right.
0: Uh, <laughs> so we actually had some cool paid e-commerce news from the Facebook ads side of things. Um, This was an article from Business Insider that actually, and we'll link to it in the show notes, but it was a link from there that was sort of Facebook. So I think it's interesting. Facebook and Google are not happy about Amazon's share, growing share, of the digital ad space. People are moving their budgets, slowly but surely, from Google, from Facebook to Amazon. So this week, there was actually some pretty interesting news that Facebook was starting to put sort of browse or search style ads on their Facebook marketplace, which is something that I will often browse to see if there's any hot deals in my neighborhood. Uh, But the Facebook marketplace app, uh, you know, they were showing, you know, things from automotive, retail, and e commerce brands trying to get out there have a presence on Facebook marketplace so as people are searching and browsing there they would see ads from you know typical Facebook ads to like individual e-commerce stores
1: uh, so I thought that was pretty interesting what did you think of that Brett uh, I, th- I think it's pretty cool it'll be interesting to see uh, you know which of these tech giants comes out on top of this whole uh, you know advertising battle that's going on over sure. the last decade or so I wonder if Facebook will ever just
0: um uh, like bow down, or Google will just like sort of not necessarily bow down, but sort of integrate with Amazon. So like you're on Facebook and you can like buy something on Amazon. Like it's got your you linked it and it's got your payment information. So like you just click one button, one button press from Instagram and you just purchase something on Amazon. Like an Amazon overlay pops up. Would you like to purchase this? Where would you like to ship it? It's got your info,
1: got everything. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Google just gets sick of them and de indexes everything on Amazon early. <laughs> yeah, they change their algorithm to prevent Amazon listing
0: pages from uh, like appearing anywhere. It like devalues them.
1: Uh, I think that's really interesting. So we got um, on top of all of that. We also last week kind of beefed up uh, a really big post of ours, uh, you know, discussing a bunch of different Amazon advertising stats. Um, you know, we compiled a list of a bunch of awesome metrics that we got from the ad badger user base. Uh, and we published those. And a lot of people seem to be liking those stats and be, uh, interested in what these stats are, what the averages are across Amazon. And, uh, You want to hop into that? Yeah. You know, this is something, I'm going
0: through uh, a startup accelerator in Cincinnati right now. And when I talk to people that are sort of outside the Amazon space, maybe they're really big into Google Google ads or Facebook ads, and I'll sort of just casually mention, oh yeah, you know, Amazon advertising, currently the average conversion rate is 10%. And they're like, what? They're they're jaw drops. So, So I think one of the most interesting things that we can have, and this is the topic in the meat of this episode, is really looking at some Amazon Amazon advertising stats. Uh, so we've got average daily clicks, average daily impressions, spend, conversions, revenue, conversion rate, CTR, CPC, and ACOS. Uh, let's go down the line and, and sort of share some of these averages for those that want to consume this in podcast style, because we do have a blog post uh, up on this. So if you search Amazon advertising stats, you should be able to find it. But uh, let's jump into each sort of uh, point here and share any insight that as, as we have it as it comes up.
1: Sure. So the uh, the first metric that we have is average daily clicks, uh, and this is per ad Badger user per day. Um, and that number is 185 clicks, and those are actual clicks on ads, right? Uh, you know, I think this is
0: pretty straightforward. Uh, you know, getting about upper hundreds, 200 or so clicks, and if that sounds so, here's, you know, we actually had someone ask, like, could we throw in standard deviation onto the onto these stats so that people can know, okay, the average is 185, but What's the you know can we can we get some of the range there like is everyone at one eighty five uh, or is are some people at ten and a whole bunch of other people at you know five hundred or a thousand or something like that so I think there's there's some extra work we're gonna be beefing up this post even more into the future, but I think in terms of you know averaging one hundred eighty five one hundred eighty five clicks a day, uh, seems pretty good. Um, and we can, then we can sort of extrapolate some sort of daily average starting budgets because people ask us a lot about starting budgets as well. So I guess let this be our first sort of guidepost that if you are setting a budget, uh, that doesn't allow 185 clicks a day, you are probably a below average Amazon seller Mm -hmm.
1: uh, in terms of their advertising. Yeah, Absolutely. And uh, on this actual blog post, we do have a lot of links uh, under each metric. If you want to kind of dive in more and get more information, um, you know, we, we're going to do our best to go as in-depth as possible in this podcast, uh, but obviously each of these topics uh, could have a podcast of its own and go really in-depth. So if you do want more information about any of these metrics that we're going to go through today, uh, go ahead and go to that blog post. Um uh, Like Mike said, I think you can type in Amazon advertising stats, and uh, this post will appear first in Google. So Right on. That's pretty cool. Right on. Um, Moving on to impressions. So
0: impressions impressions are simply how many times your ad was viewed uh, on a page. Uh, Now, the thing that Amazon doesn't say, which actually Google does say, which I really like, Google will, will actually tell you... Uh, like so, let's say you are running on Google Display Network and you serve an ad on, you know, some website, um, and then your ad is actually in the middle of the page. So if somebody's on mobile, they actually didn't see it because they didn't scroll all the way down. Um, so. Google actually has something called like active views, meaning the person actually saw it, like it was an active impression, meaning it didn't just load on the bottom of the page and they never got to the bottom of the page. Um, whereas on Amazon, they don't actually delineate uh, that, which I don't feel great about. I hope they do. So basically, when you make a search on Amazon, you see you know your sponsored brands up top. You see a row of sponsored products up top. But what about the people in the sponsored products in the middle of the page or the bottom of the page? Did they just trigger a? Did they just trigger an impression? If someone didn't scroll all the way down, this is a question that I have. Uh, if anyone has found this, I have, I've been looking. I haven't been able to see this, but um, I'd love to know how Amazon delineates sort of passive impressions where the person didn't actually even get to that part in the page, versus active impressions where they actually saw
1: it and decided to click or not. Yeah, it's the thing with impressions as well is. Um your ad can be displayed on the page somewhere, but that doesn't necessarily mean that a customer saw your ad. Oh yeah, like if you were tracking their eyes or right. something. If it's in their peripheral vision, uh, <laughs> right? So it'll be interesting to see what kind of tech comes out in the future uh, that improves our reporting for impressions right. and uh, you know being able to understand. You know, maybe if there's some sort of uh, computer camera in the future that can track your eyes and see where you're looking on the page. Uh, Have you ever read
0: uh, Homo Deus by uh, the guy who wrote Sapiens? Mm -hmm. Uh, In it, he talks about the future where... When you're watching, like the net, you know how like Netflix has an algorithm which suggests things to watch based off your previous watched things. They say <laughs> this book talks about a future where like your TV is able to sense like the parts of shows that you'd like the most and like Netflix is able to like serve you not even just content in a similar genre, but content that will also have the same emotional spike in you. And like if you you have a wearable and it's tracking your like blood, uh, tracking like your blood pressure or your pulse during a certain scary movie, it'll like every, like that'll be data that movie studios have. Um, so will we ever know if someone actually saw and like looked at the image (laughs) of our ads and then decided to click or not? Uh, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's possible. right? Um, so yeah, so the average impressions per day is about 56,000. So that's over the course of a month, that's going to be, uh, I'm calculating this really quick. That's going to be about 1.7 million impressions a month. Um, cool. Let's move down to daily spend. How much does a person How much does a
1: typical Amazon advertiser spend per day? We're looking at $186.13.
0: Right. This is actually one of our most consistent metrics. Uh, We actually list this every single month since the start of 2018, and we'll probably continue this trend into 2019. Um, So, some metrics so here's the really interesting thing there's 5 million Amazon sellers in the entire world. But I believe there's only 5% of those that actually do over a million a year in sales. Uh, So if you were to line up 100 Amazon sellers, it would be classic sort of 80-20, and then 80-20 of the top 20%. um, Basically saying 100 Amazon sellers, line them all up, the average one might not be doing... Ninety-five percent of them will not be doing over a million a year in sales, uh, and I think this is interesting. This is a stat that Amazon really likes to brag about—sort of how many individual small businesses are on Amazon. Um, so the point there is, like, if you were to look at the amount of uh, clicks per day as the amount of users goes up inside of our database, then. It would stand that more users means more smaller users, uh, just because the average Amazon seller is a, it's going to skew a little bit smaller. But this metric has actually stayed very consistent uh, since the beginning of the year. We've always been at about anywhere between 150 to $200 a day in ad spend
1: on average. You know, I just had a kind of cool idea. What we should add into this whenever we go and beef this up in the future is we could go ahead and include the average number of campaigns per user. Mm. And by doing that, uh, we could you know take the average daily spend, divide by the average number of campaigns, and that would maybe give us a good average mm-hmm. uh, budget indicator. Whoa. We can even do that by ASIN as well. So like, how much does an average Amazon seller spend per ASIN per day? whoa that's really good yeah that'd be neat because one of the most common questions we get here at ad badger is uh you know what do i start off with when i go to set my budget for my first auto campaign uh and you know when i go to launch my manual campaigns later what budget do i select for those what bid how much should i be spending uh so that'd Mm. be really valuable yeah so I, i think this is where some of these benchmarks help right um
0: that would be really valuable so i really like that idea uh So for that $186 a day in average spend, what's the average number of conversions that people are getting?
1: And you've got some notes here on what a conversion means as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So a conversion actually happens when somebody interacts with your ad, uh, in this case, clicking the ad, uh, and then it takes an action uh, that you've defined as valuable. So purchasing. So a conversion on Amazon is when a customer clicks your ad and then ends up purchasing uh, your ASIN. So, the average amount of conversions per day per user uh, is eighteen conversions. Cool. Um, you also wrote out here as well, don't confuse this
0: number with units sold. Uh, one conversion alone could result in ten units sold if that one converting customer buys ends up buying ten units mm-hmm. uh, and there's some really you know intricate explanations as to you know conversions on. Amazon. So one of the things that we try to do is we don't publish this until the middle of the following month. So we didn't actually publish this until about December 13th on our blog. Uh, Today's December 15th as we're reviewing this. But if you were to take a look at all of the conversions and all the revenue that got attributed for November on December 1st, it might be, let's say, a million dollars. And then if you look at it November 5th, it might be a million dollars and... 20,000, like a a million and 20,000. And then if you look at it on maybe November 7th, it'll go up even a little bit more. And this has to do with conversion windows. Uh, so like attribution windows, if someone clicks on an ad on Monday, ends up converting on Tuesday, that will get back attributed. So if someone clicks on, you know, an ad on the last day of November, they convert on the first day of December, that's going to get kicked back to November. And that's inside that conversion window. Uh, that's why when you look at your reports, you'll see seven day conversions versus 30 day conversions. And that just means conversions that happened within seven days of that click and then conversions that happened within 30 days of that click, Um uh, and of course, the other super annoying thing about conversions is that they will often not be reported for 48 hours inside people's accounts, which is incredibly frustrating, uh, especially when you're, uh, you're launching a new campaign and you're trying to get data. You have to sort of stay in a
1: holding position before you really start optimizing it. So that two-day conversion delay is a pretty big deal. hmm That's something I never uh, actually knew about on Amazon uh, before really diving into Amazon marketing. Uh, You know, several years ago, I'd be looking at Seller Central, and I'd see just weird data that made no sense to me at all. Um, And, you know, turns out there is a 48-hour Amazon data reporting delay. I've heard people ask questions sometimes, like, hey, I'm looking at my month-to-date data.
0: Why is it always so bad? Why is it so bad today? And it's just because there's no conversions have been registered yet. Uh, you know, once they really f- sort of fix that, that's going to open the door to a lot of hourly-based bid optimization, where you can actually then say, like, because you're getting your data, like. Uh, and ev- actually they, they don't need to fix that but they just need to give us some level of reporting so even if they make us wait for the data if they were able to list you get this many conversions from midnight to 4am you get this many conversions from 4 to 6 and so on and so forth we'd then be able to apply hour based bid optimization and bid more aggressively on higher converting hours bid more aggressively on uh, higher uh, just volume hours as well so I'm really excited about that mm-hmm. uh, So from those 18 conversions, how much
1: revenue does the average Amazon seller get per day? Uh, So it's Mm $487.72. Which means
0: $487 of revenue divided by 18 conversions a day equals about $27 per conversion on average as well. So some interesting things there. Um, Yeah. Uh,
1: Anything else to say about revenue? Um, I would just say that you know, for the people that aren't Fully familiar with all of these terms. Uh, your revenue or your sales is the actual amount of money that you receive, uh, and that's taking into account discounts, deductions, returns, and refunds. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the actual number that you subtract all of your costs from to determine your net income, and that's important for uh, figuring out your target ACOs, which is one of the most important metrics in Amazon PPC. I would argue.
0: Yeah, you know, it'll often be referred to as revenue return. Sales. Uh, Sometimes I'll catch myself saying, uh, "Like value. Like, what's the value of this keyword?" And I'm sort of asking, "Like, how much revenue does it generate?" Uh, Which means sometimes I'll say, "Like, value per click or revenue per click." Um, So yeah, it's all it's all part of that. Average conversion rate. This is something else that's been consistent regardless of size of seller. Uh, It seems like large and small ones all pretty much have the same conversion rate, which I find pretty interesting. Uh, Average conversion rate on Amazon paid traffic right now is still hanging out around 10%. Uh, We had 9.8 last month. Uh, So this is the average that you're going to find campaigns that are above and below this inside of your campaigns and keywords that are above and below this. But in general, it's going to smooth out to about 10%, which is crazy when you consider the average conversion rate off of Amazon to be about 1.3, according to this article that we found recently. Um, So, you know, if you're running Google shopping ads and you get a 2% conversion rate or 3% conversion rate, you are, you know, celebrating this. Uh, Whereas a 2% or 3% conversion rate on Amazon would be a really bad day for you. Uh, So I think that's such an interesting uh, uniqueness. And this is why I say we're living like the golden age of Amazon advertising, because will we stay at this average of 10% so far in 2018? Yeah, it's been... Very consistent, um, hanging out around ten percent. Um, but if you're out there and you're wondering if, like, hey, my average is not even close to ten percent, it doesn't necessarily mean that uh, you know you're below average on the average Amazon seller. It's possible that in your industry, there's loads more comparison shopping or something like that uh, that just dictates that. But if you do have a sort of a lower than ten percent conversion rate, um, but I think you actually listed out some good ideas on how to help. Boost that from the paid traffic side as well as the organic
1: side as well. Mm-hmm. So, I, I personally think that uh, conversion rate is one of the best indicators for finding out. Uh, you know, one of two issues. If you have a really, really low conversion rate, you have to look at two things. You have to look at the relevance of the uh, keywords that you're bidding on, uh, and you also need to look at your listing quality. Um, because that could also be bringing up some issues. If you if you see, have a really poor conversion rate uh, when looking at a particular keyword or a particular term, uh, it could be that that keyword or term that you're looking at isn't very relevant to your actual product. Uh, so customers aren't ending up buying your product when they land on the page because it's not what they're looking for. Uh, so it could be that issue. And Also, it could be an issue with listing quality. And this can include a lot of different uh, things, including your image quality, your title, your number of reviews, your actual review score, your fulfillment method, your pricing. Uh, You know, it goes on and on. And it's something that you can constantly improve. Very similar to PPC.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the relevant thing, like the keyword relevance to the product, to the search and all those things uh, is something... You know, it's not as obvious as "Hey, I'm bidding on a cell phone case," and I'm sorry, I'm selling a cell phone case, and I'm bidding on like lawn chairs. Like, obviously, that's irrelevant. Uh, It can be a little bit more nuanced than that. So, if I'm selling a cell phone case, uh, maybe I'm bidding on cell phone protector, and when people search "cell phone protector," what they actually mean maybe is a Screen protector, like that little plexiglass that some people put on their phones. So, like, understanding the intent of what people are looking for when they make that search is, I think, really important. Um, You know, I've seen situations where, uh, you know, this is hypothetical, where maybe I am selling a cell phone case and I'm bidding on gifts for. Teenagers, or something like that. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of relevant, but what is the actual, what is the majority of people that are searching that actually looking for? And I think that's a really interesting thing. Um, and then you can sort of look at that and ask yourself, like, hey, is this a way below average
1: keyword for me? Is it worth me even bidding on? I think those are good questions. Yeah, we, we see this a lot with uh, you know maybe the wrong match types being used, yeah. or maybe people that didn't uh, use the RPSB method to find their uh, their best converting terms uh, to create their keywords off of. Uh, that's where we see this problem a lot. Sure. You know, a poor conversion rate. And uh, we did just release a YouTube video uh, about all of that. So if you want to check out uh, RPSB method. Ad Badger on YouTube, you will find that video, and that can help out a lot if you are struggling with a poor conversion rate from keywords. Right. We actually talked about RPSB a lot in detail on our last episode as well.
0: Uh, it stands for research, peel, stick, and block, and it's a way to describe how you would graduate your targeting, sort of start with a casting a wide net and then finding what sticks and amplifying that and downgrading everything else. Um, so yes, we see a lot of that. Um, so yeah, for conversion rate image, secondary images, title, bullets, copy, reviews, types of reviews, amount of reviews, feedback, fulfillment method, your click-through rate, which is our next... Item, uh, average click through rate also have stay has stayed very consistent. So this tells me this metric is very similar for larger sellers and smaller sellers. Uh, CTR is only 0.33. Um, so this is an interesting thing because on, you know we just talked we just compared Amazon to Google in terms of conversion rate. Amazon has a ten percent conversion rate, whereas uh, Google adds you're lucky if you get a 2% conversion rate. However, when it comes to click-through rate, uh, a good click-through rate is about 1, 2, 3% on Google ads, whereas on Amazon it's 0.33%. And as I say this, I think we I think we need to do some delineation in future versions of this post and segment out sort of the display at like sort of when it's a suggested product versus when it's a search.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, I think that would be really good for us to delineate here. Uh, But on average, if you were to take the sum of those two, uh, the average of those two things, it would be Mm 0.33. And again, uh, click-through rate is just the percentage of times that uh, your ad gets clicked on based off the number of impressions. So if you show up 100 times and you get one click, you'd have a 1% conversion rate. So currently out of a... uh,
1: Currently, it's Mm 0.33.
0: This metric is
1: also a great indicator uh, for issues with your listing, uh, similar to your conversion rate. Um, So, you know, if your ad is being displayed, but customers just are refusing to click on it, uh, you know that kind of tells you that there may be some issues that need attention uh, inside of your account. Again, whether that is uh, relevance issues or whether that's listing quality issues. Uh, again, you know your image quality, title, uh, your number of reviews, your review score, fulfillment, pricing—all of those things uh, can have a huge impact on your CTR. And obviously, you want your click-through rate to be the highest possible.
0: Without a doubt, and it's, that's the, that's the first question that we always ask is, um, you know, so, okay, we're serving an ad for a keyword that we think is correct. Is the click through rate way below average? That's like your first point. Uh, so you can't do conversion based optimization until you get click based optimization. So, looking back at that product, making sure the image is what it should be, and the title is what it should be, and the number of views, reviews are where they are as well. These are all things that go into CTR. Cost per click, Uh, that is how much you are paying per click. Uh, And this is not to be confused with somebody's bid, uh, but this is what you actually ended up paying. So this is a really interesting one because this, I believe, will continue to rise over time as competition goes up on Amazon. Uh, We noticed that the average cost per click in sort of the beginning of the year was hanging out around 78 cents. And in November, which is a competitive month, we have all of Cyber Weekend, so it's a competitive month, but we were looking at $1 and a penny. So 101 in November, which we've crossed over, you know, have we crossed over the dollar threshold the CPC average on Amazon?
1: Mm -hmm. And competition is... uh you know, probably the biggest factor in influencing this metric, and uh, you know, greater competition will lead to a higher cost per click uh, because you're bidding against more sellers, uh, and you know, you're bidding against them to decide whose ad is going to appear in front of your mutual customers. Right. So, uh, this is a really cool metric, and it is definitely interesting that it's gone up so much towards the end of the year here. Do um, you think that's all quarter four based? I do think something. some of that has to do
0: with Black Friday, the lead up to Black Friday, the days after Black Friday. I do think some of that has to do with it. But I would not be surprised if our cost per click continues to rise for Amazon advertisers because it, Amazon wants people to run more ads. Uh, so they're forcing more people to do it, uh, sort of forcing their hand to make them do it. Uh, in the way that they're putting their ads, it's getting more prominence. They're giving more visibility to paid instead of organic. So I think it's going to continue to get a little bit more competitive. And when paid traffic is an auction, so as more competition comes in,
1: it's going to get a little bit more competitive. mm mm-hmm. You know, in the future, um, I think that Amazon is only going to get, uh, you know, shoppers on Amazon or shopping on Amazon rather is just only going to become more prevalent. There's going to be more shoppers. There's going to be more sellers. The competition is going to definitely increase over time. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, what kind of cost per click, uh, figures that we can reach in the future. Uh, you know, and when that happens and more of this competition comes into Amazon, um, you know, and it starts to get a bit more saturated, kind of like how uh, Google or Facebook ads are starting uh, to experience now, I think at that point, uh, you know, sellers are going to really have to step up their game and have really good products, really good listings. Uh and still bid really aggressively to be able to compete and keep up with all the other sellers on Amazon.
0: Right. The days of just launching an ad and not paying much time and attention into the optimization and still getting good results, I think those days are numbered. I think these optimization strategies are going to become more important as competition gets goes up, as well as the amount of things that Amazon rolls out to make their platform more, more complex is going to Add to that because there's going to be people that take advantage of that and optimize well and get
1: ahead, and there's going to be people that aren't going to be aware of that. Yeah. Uh, and the people who do optimize and get ahead are going to reap even greater benefits from all the increased traffic to Amazon. So, you know, I always say that the best time uh, to start selling on Amazon was yesterday, and the next best <laughs> time is now. So. You know, Mm -hmm. we have some exciting times going forward from here. That's right. Speaking of exciting things, the last metric, the metric on
0: almost everybody's mind running Amazon PPC advertising is ACOS, ad cost over sales. Uh, Out of all the metrics that we've talked about so far, this is the one that we've made the most content about, the one that we get asked about the most, the thing that's most concerning to the most Amazon marketers which is a cost it's the ratio of how much you spent versus how many sales you got for that ad spend um, so sometimes it's it's I believe the proper Amazon term is advertising cost of sale I always like to say ad cost over sales because that's literally how you calculate it you just take your ad cost and you throw it over your sales so if you're spending 25 cents to make a dollar that would be an a cost of twenty five percent however twenty five percent is not the average across the board. The average is actually thirty eight and here's the thing about a uh, there is I always try to say this there's no such thing as a good or bad a costs. it's either on target or off target and lower isn't always better. Um, sometimes I'll see people. You know, oh, I have a twenty percent A cost. That's way too high. I'm at ten percent. My account's better than yours. I don't think the, the those are those are not accurate statements. I know loads of very successful, very large Amazon businesses that will intentionally put their A costs at break even because they know that. If they do a lot of sales on Amazon ads, that will help them organically. They'll get more sales, they'll get more reviews, the revenue per click will go up for Amazon, all their BSR will go up, all of these great things will go up. So ACOS, yes, you want a target ACOS, so you don't obviously want to be just burning money and with reckless abandon, but at the same time, you want to target. You want to know where you're getting, you want to know what you what your intention for Amazon ads is. So if your intention is to profit a
1: healthy amount every time you get a conversion, then that's one conversion rate. Mm -hmm. And it's important uh, to really drill this in guys, but Mike is a hundred percent correct when he's saying that, uh, you know, a cost depends on what your profit margin is. Uh, You you know, the average a cost on Amazon uh, that we have here is 38%, but it's still possible for Uh, a 60 percent a cost for example to be really good Uh, if you have a product and its profit margins are 60 percent and you have an a cost of 60 percent that means that you're not losing any money to ppc but you are driving a really good amount of traffic to your listing and the organic side of your business is benefiting from that greatly and brett those are the metrics that we track and report on
0: Um, I would love to hear people's feedback on this post. You know, what other metrics are they looking for? They want to see any metrics described in a different way. I know uh, one of our listeners mentioned standard deviation to try to help understand, like, what's the true range of these things. So, if the average sales is around. 200 a day, does that mean, you know, what is, what is normal? I guess is, is a better question. Um, doing some of that, maybe doing some cohort analysis of, of, you know, sellers doing over a million in sales or under a million in sales, what the metrics are different there, as well as
1: you had a really good idea of like per amount of campaigns or per amount of ASINs. I think those are really good as well. And, you know, Mike, uh, our friends across the pond wanted. Uh, both euro and the pound to be added to this post as well, so they could, you know, get a better understanding of what these metrics are in their local currencies. So that's something that we can do as well for them. And that is episode five. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to
0: the PPC Den, the Amazon Advertising Podcast. Uh, you can get this and all of our episodes and our show notes at adbadger.com/podcasts.